0: earbud media audio for everyone oh do i start it yeah you start okay you know what you start it okay hi i'm bryce and i'm shayna and And this is charmed Charmed, a spell cast hot on the go
1: hey you listening there have you heard about the witches with the really nice hair and a penchant for 90s style and taking names when names are worthwhile and knowing how to fight like girls in this patriarchal, demon-infested world.
0: pot on the go you hear that lovely sounds of uh where are we washington square park (laughs) new york city yes let me let me set the scene for you i'll just do this real quick and then we can do all the things we have planned um so we're sitting on a park bench uh, at the are we at the northeast side of the park at the northeast side of the park and we're facing a swath of green grass, a bunch of trees, a lot of people sitting on the grass area with um, blankets and they're just hanging out. People are walking by us because our bench is on the pathway and there's a sign on the fence that partitions the grass from the walkway that says, Please no dogs off leash at any time. Use Dog Run. www.nycgov/parks.
1: So if you want to geotag us, that's where we are. And um, it's July 5th, it's a Friday afternoon, day after the 4th of July, which is an interesting time to be here in America, um, in New York City, especially, I think. If you heard that, that was the fizz of Bryce opening up her (laughs) Croix. Enjoy
0: responsibly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so, because partly we've been traveling, Ooh, because partly we've been traveling. Um, we've been, Bryce has been getting adjusted to her new job. Uh, I have had some family things going on. We really didn't have the spoons for a full episode today. So we decided to do another pot on the go, mini like NPR style. Um, and we hope that you won't take too much issue with that. And we hope that we do a good job.
0: Um, All right. So. Let's start off with some manner keeping then. Um, let's see. The last time we spoke was two weeks ago. What has happened in the past two weeks? I guess primarily I started my new job. It's been the first, the night right before, the Sunday night, I was so nervous because I think at that moment I reflected and I realized that this was my a new era of life that I was entering and it was scary because I had never not been a student before. I had never been like a... I mean I've had jobs in the past but they were like part-time student jobs or they were internships there wasn't like a real like this is the beginning of my career kind of thing and that's what this was and it was I was just worried that I didn't make enough good choices leading up to it I thought that maybe it wasn't going to be a good start but it was a good start because it turns out the people are really nice like I think that they're genuinely friends with each other the um, the work seems super interesting and super challenging but I actually don't know how to do it yet so that's been something that I've been anxious about but that's because it's like you know the first couple of weeks I'm gonna have the official start of training in a week from t- tomorrow no a week from Monday next Monday and then after that that'll be like a four week long session and then I suppose I will actually join the team as a fully fledged well trained member um, but until then I've just been kind of like derping around there's been a couple of like random training sessions here and there and I've just been like getting to know the people and they seem really nice
1: so I have every every bit of faith that you're going to do an amazing job at your job, your full-time big-person job that I'm so proud of you for having. <laughs> wow! I don't know. I, whenever you would talk to me about the stress of going through job applications and things like that, I would think, oh, it's completely valid, and I understand that it's very difficult to get a job, especially when you're looking for something that meets all of your requirements as well as you meeting their requirements but every time I heard about like any sort of non-response or a rejection or something like that I thought that's ridiculous how dare they <laughs> why would they ever do that it must just be because they have no idea the capacity you have for greatness so congratulations on being at the right place Thank you. You think too highly of me. Impossible. Anyway, my manner of keeping. Okay. Well, it's been a wild time. Um, where to start? My god.
0: to start with the bad things.
1: Yeah, okay, I'll start with the bad things. So, there was a death in my family and that was very difficult. Um, and it actually happened a few days after we recorded our last episode, or no, a few days before we were going to air our last episode. So, when I wrote a song, I was kind of writing it um, for the person who passed away, and that was a nice thing to be able to do. But also, uh, the grieving period has just started, so that's a rough thing. Um, yes. Some really good things, Uh, a few shout outs. One of our faithful listeners, Jenna, Um, she graduated from undergrad and I'm so very proud of her and I'm just so excited. Our listeners are a very smart bunch and um, I just cannot wait to see what she does. I'm always excited to see what she's doing, making incredible art learning about biology and things and just what an incredible addition to this world so biology so congratulations jenna love you very much may the spell cast be with you etc um, and then another nice cute thing for one of our listeners um, one of my friends has not really watched charmed a whole lot but then she did And she said she was looking for something she needed to, like, fall asleep at night. She turned on Charmed and instantly was just so soothed by it. And now she's going to start to watch in earnest, and she wanted to let me know. So the impact (laughs) that this spell cast has, soothing people to sleep. Yes,
0: we're changing lives out here.
1: We're changing lives, improving REM cycles. Um, So I'm proud of that. And then... The last thing I would say is that this past weekend was Pride. Not only was it Pride, it was World Pride. So yes, it was World Pride. It was 50 years since the anniversary of the Stonewall uprising, and actually a lot of other uprisings happened in the years prior to, the, like two years prior to that, um, including the Black Cat, which I really encourage everyone to go check out to learn up some history that happened in silver lake california um anyhow it was wild it was wild here in new york city i personally am a big fan of everybody having access to a pride parade or pride events because i feel as though even though a lot of us are a bit jaded about it and cynical especially about corporations having such a big presence at events like world pride um events surrounding Pride still give people who don't normally have the opportunity to be among their community to go out, see the community, to feel affirmed, to have a raucous day of uh, affirmation. And even though it is a bit exhausting and it's not always accessible to everyone, people are working on that. And I think it's just very important that there is a day.
0: Yes, I would like to sum my feelings up towards that really quickly before you move on and say that you don't have to go to Pride, but I will fight for your right to do so. And I know that there are so many countries that have tried to put a Pride march on in the past weekend and then we're we're shut down by the government or by other forces. And that is tragic. Yeah, so
1: the work is far from done, um, really, in every capacity. So... I would like to thank everyone who made it possible for us to celebrate Pride and who continues to make it possible, especially the organizers of the Dyke March, the New York City Dyke March, which is just a beautiful event, Um, and the Queer Liberation March as well. And overall, like, I had a really good experience. Oh, oh my god. I wasn't going to spend this long on Pride, but I would like to say that I had an incredible time working during three days of pride as an assistant stage manager for nightgowns which was uh sasha velours if you don't know house of or sasha Velour, she won drag race season oh my god nine i don't know oh i feel so bad now <laughs> um and she does an incredible drag show with all sorts of drag performers um and i was able to help out with that and so i truly felt like It was an amazing thing to be able to produce a piece of queer art during Pride, yeah.
0: I want to say that I attended that show with our friend Andrew, who by the way has also just graduated from undergrad and has received an internship with GLAAD here in New York City and has moved here, well not permanently, but he has moved here to live and work um, two weeks ago actually. So that's another big thing that's happened recently. And, um, Andrew, if you're listening, which I don't know if you are happy to have you. I spent so much time with him the past week and it's been very nice anyway. So I went to go see Shayna's, uh, well, it's not your show, but it's a show that you are part of making. Uh, I went to go see it with Andrew and that was a rough night for Andrew and I, because we were, we were both a little bit, um, our tummies weren't doing so well. And also it was like, I was pretty tired cause I'd done my first week of work and I was exhausted. Um, because I just wasn't used to the, the schedule and it was bad. And I was also pretty dehydrated because it was so hot out and the theater itself was really warm. And it was not the grandest of experiences for that reason, but for the reason alone that we saw Shane afterwards and that the show itself was the most magical experience ever, it was worth every second. Um, if you, I mean, a lot of, maybe you're not like totally familiar with how diverse drag can be, but... One of my favorite acts that I just want to share really quickly was one of the horror acts. Um, I forgot the name of the queen.
1: VanderVaanod, no, who?
0: It was one of the staples. Van der Vander VanderVaanod. Were they in? Um...
1: She was in Dragula. That's okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, so she won. I did not know that. Yeah. Congratulations. Anyway, they were the last act, well, besides the uh, closing finale number, but. Um, What happens is that she is revealed on stage with like a row, like a bar behind her suspended in the air and there's like pieces of fabric attached to it and that fabric is the train of her dress and she's singing and as she's singing she's pulling out these black paper hearts from her bodice and then stapling it to parts of her body and at the very end of this number the uh, bar starts to rise into the air so the train of her dress starts to lift as well and it's just like a white sheet with a big black heart on it. It was magical. It was, projection. it was projection. I did not know that part. I guess it did like slowly start to fade in. Oh and then the real last number was actually Sasha Valore's number and then it was the finale. Which by the way Sasha Valore is, is a creative genius. Yeah. A force to be reckoned with.
1: She's a Fulbright scholar.
0: In, indeed. The, um, the way that she started the show was by giving a brief lecture on the history of the Pride March and how it represents rebellion and revolution and it was beautiful yeah so um yes that's how we both respectively spent pride ish did you go to the march um i did not go to the march my aunt and uncle came by and we all had a day that we spent together um, with uh my cousin and her boyfriend that's so lovely
1: um yes so happy pride well june is over so it's no longer pride now it's wrath Welcome to the month of wrath. Cancer season. Um, it is cancer season. Not for long. It's almost Leo season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you guess what our signs are? Ooh, listeners, what do you think our signs are? Oh, that's an interesting question. I want to hear that. Um, okay, so I guess we should perhaps move on. Okay, okay. That was all the manner keeping I really had. Although I do want to continue this conversation about like different experiences with pride at some point. Because I think it would be really interesting. Especially being as we often interject different um, viewpoints on media into this podcast. And I feel like that's a really interesting one. Portraying being prideful of something that historically you have been shamed for. Anyway, for the next time perhaps. Okay. (laughs) So... I thought we would do a little Q&A, a a little get to know your pod hosts, but mostly I just want to ask Bryce questions. Um, Is that okay?
0: Of course. I give you full consent. And then, is the way this works that I also ask you the same questions? If you want. Yeah, I feel like it's only fair.
1: Okay. Unless you
0: have other questions. I was not prepared. Okay. As, As my journey yesterday to see the fireworks will tell us, I'm rarely prepared. Apparently, if you're going to see the fireworks at the Brooklyn Bridge Park, you should probably arrive hours ahead of time, pack water, pack snacks, pack a blanket, pack sunscreen, pack a hat, (laughs) and not be a fool like me.
1: Um, As we alluded to, yesterday was the 4th of July. I did not go see the fireworks. The fireworks came to see me, and by that I mean I was walking home from a drag show, uh, well, a show at which I performed. Um... And I was carrying a chair. It was
0: great, by the way.
1: Thank you. And I was carrying a chair back to my apartment. It was like a 25-minute walk. And on the way, I encountered, like, seven different fireworks being set off in the street of Brooklyn. Which is fine. Except I was very unwieldy and could not run very easily so I kept having to like scoot back away from the fireworks and just wait for it to go off and I felt like I was one of those scared little dogs wanting to hide under the bed
0: Um, I want to say that the same thing happened to me when I was walking back home after the Brooklyn Bridge fireworks and I was talking to someone and I was like yeah they were practicing fireworks in the alley behind my apartment the other day and I woke up in the start in the middle of the night with a start because that was when they were practicing and I like couldn't quite pinpoint what it was at first like I thought they were gunshots and this person I was talking to was like that seems like a very American thing to say because in most first world countries your first thought isn't oh is someone getting shot interesting that is usually my thought as well
1: um so whether you celebrate it or not happy day off work i hope um very mixed feelings about the fourth of july as as usual especially considering the state of the nation uh and that we are not treating citizens equally and we're also not treating non-citizens as humans so that's something to think about all right onto the q a Um, If you're still with us, (laughs) oh my gosh. Okay, so this is a very important question that I think we should include in every minisode. At this point in the season, which sister do you identify with the most? Piper, Prue, or Phoebe? Or another character?
0: Okay, good question, good start. Hmm, I feel like I should begin by answering with probably like maybe uh, an arc of who I identified with since the beginning of the season. So right now we're still in season one. I think we're about a three-fourths of the way through it. Um, at the very beginning of the season, with very little knowledge of the show or the characters, I identified immediately with Piper because she was the one who was always insistent that we just leave the source of distress as fast as possible, which is a, it's a coping mechanism that I identify with closely. Um, now I'm not so sure. I think that the way Piper has grown is a way that I wish I can grow, which she's becoming more um, snarky and sardonic and she's she's uh, putting forth, asserting her dominance at work a little bit more and like fighting back against people who are, and she's like starting to stick up for herself a lot more, which is something that I, I aspire to, but I don't know if I do as much. Um, I don't think that I identify in any sort of way with Phoebe, who is a free spirit, and who is very connected and emotionally mature because while I have emotions, I'm not sure that I process them quite as um, thoroughly, um, which I don't think I do. And as for Prue, I do share, I think, Prue's need for control, but I think Prue also slips into this leadership Role quite often, and I think she really enjoys that. And I think that probably comes from being the oldest sister, from having to take care of her younger siblings, which I don't think I have ever experienced. I think I've, because I'm the baby in my immediate family, and I think that to be in a role of such responsibility is actually nerve wracking for me. So, still, I guess, still, I guess, Piper, thank you for your answer.
1: Um, I will answer quickly as I can. I believe to put it in terms I have recently become acquainted with, I am a Sun Piper, a Prue Rising, and a Moon Phoebe.
0: Interesting. So, Sun Signs, for listeners who aren't as well acquainted with it, uh, is kind of like your overall general personality. Your Moon Sign is kind of like your inner self, the one that like drives you. It's like your core. Yeah, it's your emotional core. Um, I think th- that a lot of times we associate it with emotional just because the moon sign is often like the emotional sides of those signs come through at least for me um and then the rising i would say is kind of like how others perceive you as
1: yeah and i would also like to say i i know i ask people to guess but i feel like it corresponds really well for me because my sun sign is leo so piper leo <laughs> Um, sorry moon is Aquarius which I feel like Phoebe I know she's not but I feel like she could be an Aquarius and then uh, my rising is a Scorpio which is definitely what Prue (laughs) represents in many a sense Um, yeah so I'll just go with that I'll go with that okay so this is my next question from all of the episodes, if you can recall, so we'll just give a moment to like cycle back. Which creature would you be, do you think? And that can be ghost, woogie man, it can be demon, it can be witch. What else do we have? Oh, black smoke monster? Yeah, Cyborg from the future, White Lighter. Uh, we got a lot.
0: My first thought is, um, I I um, forgot his name, but it's John Cho. Yeah, the ghost. <laughs> yeah, ghost. My first thought is that guy, mostly because I guess his like upbringing feels similar to mine, even though it's not. And I, I also think he's a gentle soul, and I, I like to think that I'm a gentle soul as well. Um, I'm trying to think about earlier because there are a lot of like villains that I don't think I would connect with as much. He made a big splash even
1: having been in just one episode so I appreciate that a lot. I would definitely choose which. I I know that's like a cop-out answer but I've obviously been fascinated with them for a long time and I'm just so excited about externalizing a lot of the, like the anger and an emotional turmoil and being able to manifest that into something powerful um also when i was younger i convinced a bunch of my elementary school friends that i was a witch i was like a little cult leader um so <laughs> uh they they didn't believe me after like i like a month maybe but I was pretty good at it. So I'd just like to shout out tiny elementary school me for um, apparently having the power of an elected official.
0: Uh, Was this post you watching Charmed or like pre?
1: This was pre me watching Charmed.
0: Wow.
1: Wow, I know. So this show is designed for me specifically. Um, Yes. But also, also... I think I would like to tack on a little thing which is I think I would have been most susceptible to the woogie man like the the black smoke monster in the basement because it preys upon insecurities and envy and things like that and and uses the less attractive tendencies within a person in order to create them in their worst image. And I feel as though that's something I struggle with sometimes, of attempting to tamp down and repress those like more first-hand urges. So things that you're like, wait, that's an intrusive thought. So I feel like that's an episode I really, really connected with.
0: That's a great answer.
1: Thank you very much. Okay, I have one. What spell would you like to cast? It could be something that we've seen on the episode, or it could be an original one.
0: Man, I really wish that I had gotten these questions ahead of time, because there are so many spells, and I wish sorry. could have gone I through a list. One in of no, no, I know, I know. These these are all great questions, by the way. Um, so, sorry, what spell do I think that...
1: Which would you want to cast, if, if it's been something on the show, or just, like, if you've already had one in mind?
0: Um, okay, well, it's not a spell, but I would say that if I could have some sort of magic I really do like Piper's power which is to stop time because I think a lot of the time when I'm at my most anxious or my most like unhappiest it's because I feel like everything is happening in such a frenzied manner and I need a moment to like slow down and process um and I I also think that there are moments when I just want to stop time and be like and now to exit the situation (laughs) and I would really I, I think I would have a lot of fun and I would have a lot better uh it would be a lot more therapeutic i think if i had piper's power Hmm.
1: i would also love piper's power um uh, i can't answer this completely like just the power thing because you know their powers grow and become stronger and i can't talk about some of the things that happen further on in the season but um what happens to Piper further on in the season, I would love, yes. Um, <laughs> and I, I totally agree with you about like things feeling too frenzied and also being able to exit a situation and freeze time and be like, you need to stop talking to me. So I'm just going to leave. I'm just gonna go, which I think you can do anyway. And I would like to let you know for a lot of things that you don't have to be polite and like sit there and take shit from people. But that's off topic.
0: I also think it's like a metaphorical like there are many people who are in my life who it's not like I have to talk to them face to face. But I wish that they would like not be interacting with me ever. I don't know if that makes sense like or it's not even people but like situations where i'm just like i would like to not be a part of this like whole thing anymore yeah
1: absolutely that's fair and it's really difficult to exit gracefully (laughs) or at all um so yeah resonate with that i feel like most of the spells backfire (laughs) on the show Um, Or if they're being used successfully, it's to vanquish someone. So I don't think there's a spell yet, aside from the time travel spell, that I would want to use. But I would absolutely want to use the time travel spell. Doctor Who is one of my favorite shows, and has been for a while. And I would love the ability to just plot myself down into history for a little bit in many situations and be able to get out of it very quickly, because many of those situations are not friendly to me. Yes.
0: Um, Have you seen Good Omens by any chance? Okay, okay. So, if a listener out there hasn't seen Good Omens, basically it's about the first angel, well, the angel and the demon who were on Earth the longest. And there's this one se- uh, episode like halfway through the season. It's super short. It's like six episodes halfway through the season where they just spend a good like 20 minutes jumping through time to trace the relationship between this angel and demon as they lived and coexisted together on Earth. And it's so fun. It's really... I just love them wearing all these different strange outfits and being like different times.
1: Yeah, that would be my ideal time travel as well is just living through all of it. Um, but always knowing that if you do become disembodied or whatever, whatever they say, disincorporated, um, you're going to be able to come back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Let's see. Maybe one last yeah. question. Nice. Pretty good for a mini sode. I got to think of one. I don't have one.
0: Okay. So this kind of question is something that you've already addressed in several other episodes, or at least some form of this question, but is there an episode that you wish had a different ending?
1: Oh no. Um, yeah, of course.
0: Do you want me to give you some time? Okay, I'll think of some time to think as well. I mean John Cho's ghost shouldn't have this i'll just say that i'll think of another answer that's like more solid oh my gosh okay
1: i wish the john show episode were a full movie i would love to see a rom-com or like i guess dramedy-ish with little like a nuanced film uh starring john show and holly marie combs as demi moore and patrick swayze i guess (laughs) Ghost, ghost, but with their characters and their backgrounds, and also with Chinese and Chinese American writers at the helm. I think that would be just a f- fantastic thing to watch. I think they have such good chemistry, and they deserve more than 40 minutes together. And I think maybe if it were fully extended, that would have made the ending more satisfying.
0: Okay, so my answer, is, which I guess isn't like how would I want an ending to go, but like how would I rewrite the entire episode, um, I guess it's also just the ending. But um, the episode where the guy who preys on witches, um, with the like and like their worst fears, I wish that that episode had ended with a recognition of this witch community that they were stumbling upon, post life, <laughs> but like still they were finding these witches. And I think that if... Because they did meet a witch at the very beginning while she was still alive. And I don't know. It seemed like that could have been a good starting point for all of that.
1: Absolutely. I completely forgot about that episode. I completely agree with your adjustment, your improvement to it. Um, And I also think that was a really, really interesting episode because we actually got psychological evaluations, almost, of each of the sisters. Um, Well... Primarily Prue and Phoebe. And I would, I am excited to see more of that. But at the same time, that these individual investigations were re- really interesting, definitely want to see this witch community. Yes, absolutely. Um, yes, so that's, I think, all the questions
0: we have. They were good questions. I'm glad to have participated.
1: I'm glad, too. You had a particularly excellent question. So, I guess we're going to sign off on our mini-sode. We'll see you in two weeks with a brand new episode. And also, I think we should start looking at watching that reboot.
0: I'd be very interested in that.
1: So, you have a lot to look forward to from us, unless you don't like us. In which case, thank you for listening, I guess. Um, still a
0: valued customer.
1: You are. <laughs> Thank you. Please come again. Uh, have a wonderful day. Do whatever it feels you need to do. Do whatever you feel you need to do to make this weekend, or whenever you're listening to this, comfortable and affirming for yourself. Take care of yourself, and also pay attention to what's going on in the world around you.
0: And uh, my bit of advice, because you covered all the big ones, is um, if you haven't yet, you should drink some water right now and stay hydrated.
1: I'm going to drink some water right now. Thank you, Bryce. And I'm Shayna. You can find me at Bernadette Teeters.
0: Oh, I'm Bryce. You can find me at Your Best Bryce and also finished Foodstagram. And together we are Charmed Spellcast. You can find us at
1: Charmed Spellcast. Or email us charmedspellcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.